on. I hope you guys are having a good day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. So uh, Jeff Bezos has actually weighed in on this whole situation with Elon Musk owning Twitter. Uh, Jeff Bezos made some remarks about China that I think are worth listening to. And as this uh, Elon Musk situation kind of evolves, you, you see new reports coming out, new criticisms coming out. And uh, I'm going to break some of this down for you, let you guys know what's really going on with this. So get comfortable, buck up seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we educate our kids. Black first means we prepare our children for the future by teaching them about wealth. If you agree with this philosophy, please put uh, a hashtag B and the number one in the chat, hashtag B one in the chat. All right. So let me hop in and just kind of tell you guys what I've been reading. And I've been what I've been seeing is absolutely fascinating, uh, particularly as a guy who is a, a I'm a little bit of a self-proclaimed geek, but I don't like using the terms geek and nerd because it sounds negative because I personally believe the nerds are the ones who are running the world. Uh, you had a big nerd that just bought Twitter. You have nerds that are billionaires. So I don't know about y'all, but I encourage you uh, to teach your kids how to be nerds. If 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 nerds are if nerds are what your children want to be, then let them be nerds. It's better than being some cool guy who can't take care of his own damn kids. Oh, in fact, when I was seven, my mother used to say. They call them nerds when they're little. They call them millionaires when they're 40. That's what she used to tell me when I was a kid. So shout out to all the nerds out here. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, speaking of that, so I was talking to my wife about this Elon Musk thing and uh, what's going on with Twitter. And uh, my wife, who's also a who's a beautiful nerd, uh, she was um, she showed me an article where Jeff Bezos has actually stepped in and made remarks about this uh, Twitter thing with Elon Musk, which I think was really fascinating what he said. And I think it's worth exploring. Uh, you guys know, let me just give you background. I have studied uh, Elon Musk's background pretty extensively. I studied Jeff Bezos uh, his whole life extensively. Uh, I know how these people are built. Jeff Bezos was built through uh, the, some, some of the stuff that you're doing with your own kids. Uh, he could have been just an engineer, but instead he became an engineer and an entrepreneur. He's always a great student. Same thing with Elon Musk. So our 19-year-old who's in college studying engineering, I encouraged him also. I said, get entrepreneurship as your minor so that you can scale up your uh, your your technological capability, your scientific capability, your mathematical capability. Don't just send your kids to college to become engineers and work for white people. You teach them how to go to college and become engineers so they can work and create businesses and jobs for black people. Uh, so anyway, uh, so with that being said, these two guys, for whatever reason, can't get along. They've been rivaling with each other, whatever, and it's kind of crazy. And uh, and it's, it's just been kind of a kind of a mess. And so uh, ultimately, uh, what you've been seeing is a scenario where uh, effectively uh, Bezos is kind of throwing salt on Musk's game right now. Uh, you know, he's, he's really, um, he's, he, he said something so heavy about China. And he basically shared, he retweeted a post from a New York Times reporter who basically made an interesting statement. I'm gonna try to read this to you if I can, if I have it up on my screen. Uh, basically, one thing that this reporter said was, his name was Mike Forsyth. He said, Tesla's second biggest market in 2021 was China after the U.S. He also said after 2009, when China, oh, sorry, he said also, sorry, China, China's battery makers are major suppliers for Tesla's EVs. 
After 2009, when China banned Twitter, the government there had almost no leverage over the platform. That may have just changed. So then Bezos shares that tweet. And let me explain what he's saying. He's basically saying that the Chinese government, who is, you know, I, I told you guys, they are, the Chinese government, they're the ultimate players in poweronomics. They're the ultimate players in uh, various forms of espionage and control. They can attack you without using a single missile, a single bullet, or a single warship. They know how to attack you through technology. They attack you through economics. They attack you through controlling uh, messages and taking advantage of the fact that we believe in this thing or we claim to believe in this thing called freedom of speech. So uh, you also saw this with the Russians. The Russians go to the same playbook. The Russians were manipulating lots of people, including black people. They were manipulating the divisions between black and white people to get uh, certain people elected. They got Donald Trump elected, according to to some people. But anyway, uh, so this point was a really good point. So then what happens is Jeff Bezos, he wasn't silent about it. He actually shared shared the tweet and he said something like, did China just gain influence over the town square? And I said, huh, maybe they did. Maybe they did. China, China's sneaky. China's slick like that. Uh, let me give you an examples of how gangster China can be. Y'all remember when LeBron James was running around here talking about, you know, talk free speech, this free speech, that LeBron James, Mr. Outspoken, he'll speak on anything, anybody, anywhere. He ain't scared. Anybody, yo, Black Lives Matter. He's, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't pay attention to what anybody tells him to say on Twitter. LeBron James does not let anybody control what he says on Twitter. Except China. Y'all remember what happened when he, um, when they asked him to speak up about China and uh, their human rights violations in Hong Kong. Anybody remember? How many of y'all were paying attention? Oh, LeBron got quiet as a church mouse. LeBron was like, um, no comment. Um, I have nothing to say. Uh, that I want a uh, next question, please. <laughs> LeBron got real tight lip when it came to China because China's like, we don't play that. We don't, we're not even going to let you pretend that you have freedom of speech when it comes to us. China is uh, is a massive consumer of products that LeBron James sells. They are massive consumers of Nike sneakers. They are massive consumers of NBA uh, c- content. And when I went to China, I taught a, ch- a class in China uh, a few years, many years ago. And when I taught there, every single boy in China played basketball. They were terrible at basketball. I went to the basketball court. I felt like Michael Jordan. They, did, they didn't know basic moves. They didn't grow up around black people. So, you know, we just kind of the kings of everything. But, uh, but, but, but they all love basketball. And so basically, LeBron, the only area, go pay attention. I dare you to find any quote, any tweet that LeBron has ever stated that was critical of the Chinese government. He won't do it because the Chinese basically are kind of like, we'll kidnap your ass. And we'll lock you up like Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner has been in a Russian jail for three months. <laughs> Can't nobody get her out. The Chinese literally kidnapped the, uh, the, the most famous actress in all of China. And nobody knew where she was. The Chinese government likes to do that. So the next time LeBron happens to be in China, they, LeBron could disappear. And he could be getting interrogated uh, in some jail for three months. And then they say, okay, we finally released your LeBron James. He now is issuing a formal apology for what he said about China. Why is that important? Well, because Elon Musk is the same way. Elon Musk will criticize anything, anybody, anywhere. But you've never heard him criticize China because China will shut that ass down. So why does this matter? Well, Jeff Bezos made a legitimate point. Jeff Bezos basically says, look. Uh, the Chinese, we know how they operate. 
Uh, we know what they're trying to do in the United States. We know that they banned Twitter. The Chinese have banned Facebook. They banned things like Uber. They banned a lot of the stuff. They put Google, YouTube, all of that. If you go to China, you can't get any of that because the Chinese don't want any of that in their country because they said, look, if we if we let you bring that technology in our country, you're going to use that to control our people. But they're also looking in the other direction and saying, but if you're dumb enough to let us come in your country and, and control your people, then great. We, 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 li- we like that trade, right? So, so, so there is a legitimate claim that the Chinese government uses nefarious ways to influence American society through its technology and its fake and, and our false commitment to freedom of speech. Uh, so Jeff Bezos making this comment was very surprising. Uh, I'm glad he made it. I think it's a legitimate question. Uh, I think that that might imply that maybe perhaps Elon is going to have to have a board that oversees not just Twitter as a platform, but also even oversees him. And I'm going to tell you, letting go of that level of power is a really difficult thing to do. I'd be very curious to see what he does in response to that. So anyway, guys, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And by the way, if you want to learn about stock options, I'm really good at that. I I did a whole masterclass on stock options. So if you want to learn how to add stock options to your portfolio, feel free to go to stockoptionsmasterclass.com. The URL is on the screen, stockoptionsmasterclass.com. All right. So let me give you a couple more pieces of information about Twitter. Okay, so as we said in the beginning, Jeff Bezos stepped in and basically questioned whether or not China would have influence over American society because China has influence over Elon Musk. Elon Musk will never admit it. He's going to lie about it. He'll say, no, the Chinese government doesn't control anything that I do and say that's a bunch of BS. That's not true, because if you um, if you upset the Chinese government even a little bit, they will not allow you to do business in their country. They will shut your ass down and take all your stuff. So the fact that Tesla does so well in China and Tesla has so much reach in China and so much influence in China means that there's probably somebody from the Chinese government who has tried to sit down Elon Musk and utilize all this data he's gathering overseas as a way to gain uh, leverage over the United States or or or, or somehow um spy on this country. Uh, is, is that an issue? Yeah, I think it's an issue. Um, I Do I support Elon Musk buying, um, buying Twitter? Yeah, I do. I, I, I still like the idea. I still think the, the good can outweigh the bad, but I do think that what Jeff Bezos said is uh is is profound and powerful and I encourage I, I I commend his courage for doing that right the, you know when one big billionaire takes on another one it kind of gets messy but also this has been messy uh Musk has criticized Bezos uh, there was a time where Bezos was under scrutiny for antitrust violations and he was going in front of Congress doing hearings or whatever and Musk you know just quickly kind of you know kind of sneak dissed him and said something like Amazon needs to be broken up. So now you're messing with the man's money. You're basically getting millions of people to believe that Amazon should be chopped up as a company, and maybe it should be. A lot of these companies are in the midst of antitrust violations. There are antitrust regulators watching this acquisition of Twitter. They are deeply concerned about one man controlling uh, all of our access to the town square. So if you want to know why, pay attention now. Think about this. Elon Musk offered $54.20 per share for Twitter stock. Well, if Elon Musk is going to pay you $54.20 for your stock, then if the stock is trading at $51, then why wouldn't you just go buy the stock at $51 to resell it at $54? Easy $3 profit, right? Do you follow what I'm saying? That's what they call arbitrage. Well, the reason you didn't do it, the reason you shouldn't do it necessarily is because that $3 gap is there for a reason. 
that $3 gap is there because that deal ain't done. The $3 gap is there because a regulator can stop that deal. The $3 gap is there because they might get to the table and be ready to sign the documents and somebody might sneeze funny and they might say, ah, no, the deal's off. It's over. It's over. I'm, I'm leaving you at the altar. This deal is not done. I know we're talking about it as if Musk owns Twitter already. And I even made that mistake. Even I made that mistake earlier. But let's just be clear. This deal ain't done yet. A lot of variables can come to play. There's going to be a lot of criticism. I saw uh, my friend Tim Wise, who's heavily liberal. He wrote an article today being, being very critical of the idea of Musk controlling uh, Twitter and allowing all this free speech. Says now you're going to have trolls and bullies and racists saying whatever they want to say. Well, I, I told you guys, I think that you got to be real careful because sometimes the liberals complain about the bullies, but the liberals become the bullies. Have you ever seen how they act? Well, they get mad and you 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 tell them, well, I don't think a, I don't think a man, a, a woman who used to be a man should be allowed to to wrestle with with women right because he might beat their ass and break their neck and they'll be like you're you're a bigot you're a transphobe you're blah blah blah, blah. that we're canceling you right so so ultimately tim wise is speaking about the bullies that will appear on twitter but the, the the thing is bullies have always been on twitter the difference is that the liberals were allowed to be the bullies they were allowed to bully other people they say that the people on the right were the bullies i saw a whole lot of bullies coming from the left y'all know what i'm talking about give me a yes if you saw some of this it was absolutely ridiculous so i say this here's what i think i think words are words that's it i've been punched in the face before i've had a teeth knocked out i've 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 gotten a black eyes i get my ass whooped and never once in any of those ass whoopings that I've received throughout my life have I ever been beaten senseless by somebody's words. Never in my life have words ever done anything other than possibly hurt my feelings or made me sad or made me angry. But no word has ever punched me in the face. So at the end of the day, they're just words. They're just stupid little tweets. And this is my advice to anybody who's on the social media and you're taking in all the toxicity. Number one, people get too toxic. What do you do? You block them. Number two, uh, words are just words. If, if if you don't like the words and you want to mix it up with somebody, then send back your words. You got words too. Use your vocabulary. You know, so, so to me, the, the difference between a bully who walk, runs up on you beat your ass and takes your chain and, and and shoots up your mama's house. That's a very different kind of bully from somebody who just calls you evil names on Twitter. I give zero shits about that. Just take it from somebody who has 131,820 Twitter followers. And if you come in there with that BS, I'm not, I'm, you're going to get ignored or you might get blocked. Okay. So learn how to ignore other people that are coming with energy you don't like. And come with your own energy. That's how you win this game of social media. That's just my two cents. But again, you can take it for what it's worth. I hope that that helps you. Okay, guys, I got to go. Speaking of words, my wife is just outside the door. She's going to give me some nasty words. I'm going to get my butt up and go running. But I had to come in and tell you guys what was going on here. I'm going to keep updating you as this stuff is evolving. I'm I'm live a lot. So make sure you subscribe and get notifications and all that. And, and if you don't mind me kind of coming in, I promise you when I come in, it'll be for a good reason. I want to share some information with you. So I hope that it helps you. Anyway, guys, um, I'm going to go. And uh, also feel free to go to blackmoney101.com if you want to get started on your economic journey and understand the power of money. I have a whole career curriculum on wealth and money. You guys know my PhDs in finance, so I know what I'm talking about. And I can make you a master investor, a master wealth builder, whatever it is you want to be. Just feel free to go to Black Money 101. There's a big discount there. So feel free to take a look. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Uh, and Sophia says, I love it here. Well, I love you too, Sophia. And thank you for hanging out with us. I appreciate it very much. All right, everybody, have a good day. Be one. Love you. I'll see you soon. Peace. 